0: The 630Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630Chad. Uh, Jim, and a couple of uh, housekeeping uh, items, if I may. I uh, want to remind our listeners that uh, we're off the air at 530 today to make room That's for right. the City Ford Face-Off show. Of course, the Edmonton, Oil, uh, yeah, Edmonton Oilers in action tonight. Uh, the show starts at 5.30. The puck drops at, what, probably 7? Seven? 7. Yeah. Uh, we'll have your word of the day, as we always do, for you to join us in Montego Bay at f- around 4.25. I think we have other tickets to give away. We tomorrow.
1: do have another pair of yeah. Justin Timberlake tickets to give away today.
0: So that's good. you have so, to identify another piece of music. Oh, good. All right. Thankfully, I don't have to because I never know. Mm. I never know the answer to those. So we're going to do all of that. Um, I have four stories in front of me. And each of them has a common theme. And the common theme is, I believe that this is proof uh, the world is about to end. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know which you would like to do. Um,
1: uh, you know, you really should talk to me about it beforehand. I don't, But I don't. whatever.
0: Well, how about this one? Because it's pretty easy. Uh, William Shatner is releasing a Christmas album uh, titled Shatner Claws. <laughs> you know you've tried everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? And again, we talked before 3 o'clock about how somebody, there had to have been a meeting at some point in which people sat around a table and somebody pitched the idea, and everyone went, That sounds like a great idea. Uh, William Shatner to release a Christmas album titled Shat- Shatner Clause. And it, it's, I think it's his first ever Christmas album, which is funny because I, I wasn't really aware that he had other albums, but I have heard him sing. And uh. I'm not sure that it's something that I would download.
1: Okay, so hold on just a second, all sure. right? So it's, yeah, th- this one is Jingle Bells.
0: Jingle Bells, okay.
1: Featuring Henry Rollins. He'll also be doing Blue Christmas with Brad Paisley.
0: <laughs> um, Maybe this should be our theme on the Christmas Eve show. On the one horse open sleigh, or the fields we go, laughing all the
1: way. Belt on bobtail ring, making spirit. I it, didn't necessarily mind that so much.
0: Listen, is it just me? It's more
1: like he's reading a
0: theater script. Well, exactly. Is he actually singing? A day or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride. And soon Miss Fanny Bright was seated by my side. The horse was lean and lank. misfortune
1: seemed as lot. We got to do a drift and
0: Sounds like it's me, not really singing. It sounds like me reading the weather, and nobody's <laughs> ever put music to that.
1: <laughs> it, we, it's well, going to on nec- Sunday. I wouldn't necessarily say that. You're you're not quite as melodic as that is. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um it's more of a interpretive <laughs> song.
0: Just get a bobtail bay two forty at the speed. hit you to an open sleigh
1: and crack! Yeah, so there you go. (laughs) Shatner's doing a Christmas album.
0: Perhaps that should be the soundtrack to our Christmas Eve show.
1: It might be, along with um, Blue Christmas featuring Brad Paisley. Oh, oh, uh, Silver Bells featuring Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull. Um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer featuring Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. Silent Night featuring... did I say ZZ Top? Yeah, yeah. Silent Night featuring Iggy Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. Child. White Christmas featuring Judy Collins. The guys from Leonard Skin- Skinner, you name it. So it, yeah. So there, prepare yourself. <laughs> prepare yourself, humans. <laughs>
0: so, um, and that, not that this matters because it's certainly been done before by other performers and entertainers. I'm pretty sure. Three months till Christmas Day, by the way. I'm pretty sure William Shatner is Jewish. I I thought he was. I mean, listen to this. His parents are Anne and Joseph Shatner, a clothing manufacturer. He has two sisters, Joy and Farla. His paternal grandfather, Wolf Shatner. Um,
1: yeah, they were Jewish immigrants.
0: Yeah, were Jewish immigrants from Austria, Hungary, Ukraine, and Lithuania. Lithuania. Lithuania? Lithuania, yeah.
1: Well, Neil Diamond has put out numerous. And so so has, who is the...
0: So I'm not judging. Just pointing it out.
1: Adam Sandler.
0: (laughs) Yep, true. (laughs) It's William Shatner reading, is what it is. And is it meant to be a comedy album? It kind of, sort of is. Like, William Shatner gets a lot of laughs when he sings, and I think he knows that. So they're not saying it's a comedy album per se, but they're saying it's sort of a a bit of a community. It's going
1: take. to be one of the novelty Christmas right. items. It's not like you're putting on the the Neil Diamond Christmas album uh, and sitting uh, around uh, enjoying uh, it around the Christmas tree right. or background music to, with, you know, the whatever it is, you know, yeah. Magnum Mysterium for for the background music for Christmas. It's one of those. It's kind of like a, maybe a Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer song. I think song. it might be,
0: but 12 of them. But I think the you're, album, Well, good on yeah. them. Sure.
1: Got to find something to do.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't know if William Shatner's uh, you know, come down with some disease that requires platinum transfusions or something. I, does yeah. he not have enough money?
1: I suspect he has lots mm-hmm. of money. Yeah. He's quite busy
0: on Twitter, too, by the way. Yes, he is. He's actually, and he'll block people on Twitter. Oh, so he gets snarky on Twitter. He does, so I suspect he actually handles his own uh, Twitter account. So I said I had four, but you know, maybe I'll reduce it to two or three stories, which would indicate it's the mm. end of the world. Um, Weight Watchers has announced that they're going to drop the name weight from the name of their organization. So Weight Watchers is no longer going to be known as Weight Watchers. They're actually now going to be known as WW. uh, Double Ws. Right. Now, I want you to think back to, um, do you remember when we had a little festival here in town called uh, Klondike Days? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, mm. and then we changed it to whatever we changed it to, right? And it was not well accepted, capital X, right?
1: Yeah. And then
0: they said, you know what? We're going to call it uh, K Days, uh, but the K does not stand for Klondike. So, in other words, it was kind of like, well, we're going to we can't totally admit that we made a bad decision there. Um, so, when asked, Mindy Grossman is the uh, head of Weight Watchers, and she was asked. She couldn't come up
1: with an answer. She couldn't come
0: up with an answer. Like, And here's the thing. They have a sort of a catchphrase, wellness that works. So they could have gone with that. Well, WW stands for wellness that works um, because it no longer stands, obviously, for weight watchers That'd be pointless to get rid of the word weight. And then, you know, uh, they lost some letters. So anyway, uh, but she says, no, it doesn't stand for that either. But she couldn't say what it does stand for.
1: Okay, let's be real. As someone has used Weight Watchers you go, over the past, mm-hmm. we all know that we're not coming there for, ooh, we know we're coming there to lose weight with a capital W. <laughs> yep. And for some of us, it's a lot of weight. So mm-hmm. you know what? Two Ws, you might want to add a third W on there. Weight, weight, Weight Watchers. It's for weight losing.
0: It's You're hoping to find a way to stuff your face with something that'll not put on pounds. uh, I don't mean you you personally.
1: No, you are looking for a way through uh, a series of numbers Mm -hmm. that this bowl of soup has two points, and if you're allowed to have 21 points right. a day, you just have to add up to that. And you might get to save some points, too, depending if you do some exercise. But it's not, it's not about weight. It's
0: but not it's about not about weight. It's just such a silly thing, and it's sort of the world we live in now, right? Where Because Weight Watchers, here's what led up to this, uh, although, again... What, Oprah buying into it? Well, Oprah bought into it, and uh, that's number one. And uh, Mindy Grossman is uh, relatively new at the uh, position of helm of this thing, whatever she is, CEO. But they've gotten in trouble already several times uh, because we now live in a world of social media where you make a mistake and it goes viral. So earlier this year, Weight Watchers Mm. decided to offer free memberships for the summer to teenagers, which you can see again the meeting where they're like, hey, Ultimately, what we need is mid-30s people on Weight Watchers. So if we grab them early, let's grab them as teenagers, right? With, when they get to 30, they'll already be members. So I can see we're around the boardroom. Everyone was like, "Yep, yeah, that's a great idea, around the boardroom table. And so they're like, hey, free membership to teenagers, but if you're not a teenager, you wouldn't have seen this coming at all, which I'm guessing none of the board members or marketing department is teenagers. It was that the backlash was severe on social media uh, because they were saying that it encouraged children to not eat healthy. In other words, you know, that you were shaming what's the word I'm looking for? Heavier children. You're you, To suggest that at 16, someone should be worried about their weight is absolutely ridiculous Weight Watchers. And so that was the backlash. In fact, there was Hashtag wake up. Hashtag wake up Weight Watchers.
1: Well, well, here's the thing. I don't think Weight Watchers was trying to get a bunch of 15 and 16-year-olds in the program for, you know, the next 15 years. I don't think that whatsoever. I think that they saw a niche in the fact that there are so many overweight teens
0: and children in the country right now. But i got to stop you right there because my idea is more honorable than yours. Oh, yeah, well, that's a nice thought, but it's not true. Right, because if you say that, well, no, they notice that there's a bunch of overweight teenagers, what the world will tell you is, what's wrong with being overweight? There's a difference between overweight and being unhealthy. That's the backlash. Okay, that's fine,
1: but here's the thing. I mean, there are some people that may go to their Weight Watchers meeting once a week for the rest of their lives. Mm. Anybody I know that's done Weight Watchers, as soon as you get down your 40 pounds, you're like, see ya. (laughs) I'm not coming in there. I'm not standing on the scale in front of a bunch of other people getting a gold star. The only measurement I'm
0: doing is how many fries fit in this bag. Yeah. It's just funny to. Think it's just
1: that. it's just silly in the grand scheme of things that they you know they're they're dropping the weight out of it. And the fact of the matter is is that's what it is. Whether you wanted to call it a wellness program, okay, maybe it's a wellness program,
0: but it's about losing weight, it and sure we all is. know that. Of course it is, and to suggest otherwise is just silly.
1: And they send me, they still send me emails. I can't get off their um their uh, email list. Is I unsubscribe, 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 <laughs> and it keeps showing up.
0: Do you know? I'm reminded uh, whenever I see a story like this. I don't know that I've ever told you or, or said it on the air, but I'm reminded of way back when.
1: Hey, you know, look! It there's only twelve points in a whole bottle of wine. I've on never White been Watchers. on Weight
0: Watchers, but way it's back, actually quite easy. Way back when I was in university, and way back when I was studying marketing. Yeah. Um, this is called rebranding. Everyone knows that, right? When you when you change the name of a company or the direction of a company, it's called rebranding. And I still remember a professor who was considered to be an expert on branding uh, in one of my courses saying, "All right." And it was on the first day. This course is about branding and rebranding. So I'm going to tell you right now, write this down because this will stay with you forever. If you learn nothing else this year, learn this. There are three rules to rebranding and they are all equally important. Write this down. And I, I, I remember him saying, you, pick up a pen. Why aren't you writing this down? You mm. really need to know this. And the three rules are, number one, never rebrand. <laughs> uh, number two, Read rule number one. Mm -hmm. And number three is, before doing so, reconsider rebranding. Those are the three rules of rebranding. And I know a lot of companies think that they're going to revive themselves by rebranding. What they end up doing, and think about anything, it could be a radio show, it could be Mm -hmm. uh, the model of car, it could be... What you end up with, what you have at that moment, is the people who like what you do. Mm -hmm. And if you go to attract other people by getting rid of what you do, you run the risk of just getting rid of the people who liked what you did, and not the people who will like what you're going to do.
1: Well, and from what I understood too, when Oprah got involved, so she bought a stake in the com- in the company, and it's done. It's doing super well. So why
0: her shares? The shares had really skyrocketed. Yeah. Yeah, their their fear was that there has been some stumbles along the way, and that possibly shares were going to fall again. So before that happened, they wanted to get on top of it. But yeah, their shares had gone from like two five or $3, bucks to seventy. Right, up to seventy dollars.
1: Sales rose eighteen percent. Blah blah blah. Up one million from year to four point five million.
0: Yeah, you get a scale and you get a scale. And everybody
1: everybody gets, gets a scale. scale. William Shatner Christmas album and Weight Watchers not being called Weight Watchers anymore, but we still have two big W's there at the front of it. Yeah.
0: What is next? Well, a therapist who buries his patients alive in coffins um, to cure psychological problems. And and the reason I say this is because I'll tell you what he does. And it's over in uh, where Ukraine, in Kiev. The reason I say this is, though, that I think we are so stupid now. As a race, as a planet, uh, as a being, that um, we can talk anybody into anything. It's going
1: to say we fall, and we fall for anything. Yeah, yes. we'll go
0: for it. You know, the miracle cure to everything is something I came up with today and tweeted about it. Mm. and I made a million dollars on it. So it's a psychologist, which and it strikes me as really funny as to how this came to everyone's attention. So his his unusual method became known after villagers near Kiev. Uh, found 12 empty coffins abandoned in a forest that'd
1: be a little awkward can you imagine stumbling across that like exactly. I don't know at
0: dusk <laughs> right Like so you've got shallow graves mm. and opened coffins yeah. and you don't know what's going on there and it obviously it's not a graveyard so you're like I can see where your mind would be like why were people being buried here and where are they now um, so what the guy was doing is he and he's a real psychologist. He had convinced, so he says. So he says. Yeah, he had convinced his patients or a number of his patients that listen. Here's what we're going to do. So you get dressed up like at your funeral and you lay down in the coffin, right? And then we bury you and, and hold a service and and put dirt over you. Now we will put a pipe down into the coffin so you can breathe. Good good safety valve there, and we'll leave you there for two hours. And at the end of two hours, we'll dig you back up again, and it'll be like a new life. Like, you'll feel like everything's been left behind. It's a new chance, a second chance at life, like this kind of thing. And, of course, patients who are stupid enough... I mean, think about this. If I were to invent a burger, right? I were to invent a burger that was made of uh, dog poop, and I were to get a bunch of cameras together and film people at the mall try my burger. I bet you I could find enough people to go, this is probably the best burger I've ever had, or people saying, "Can I keep it?" or, you know, as they always do in those sample, you know, commercials where like, "I'm not giving it back, it's so darn good." Because if somebody is stupid enough to pay somebody to bury them in a coffin for 2 hours, <laughs> they're stupid enough to say it was a great experience. So mm. that's what's happened. These patients just love it. Now, here's how we as I say he got caught is because apparently if nothing else, he's a litterer. Is that a word? He litters. Because if you're going to leave, if you're going to bury your patients... you got to pack coffins, up the coffins. Pack up the
1: coffins. Yeah, you've got to put them. you got to right. take them with you. Put your toys away. Hey, you know what? Part of your new life, strap the coffin <laughs> exactly. to your back, take
0: it home. Your first job, right. Yeah, we've got a parting gift for you. It's the coffin. If you wouldn't mind filling it in the hole as well, that'd be great.
1: Part of me <laughs> can see how some body would buy into this whole I'm going to say goodbye to all of my yeah. and
0: shed and come out and it's a new life. Mhm. I mean, who of us has not wanted to the, attend our own funeral, really? Oh, this I've always wanted
1: to. the thought of being buried um mm. in something that just gives me heart yeah. palpitations right now. Well, that's I mean, a tough like, one where's for my sure. Advan? Yeah. That's <laughs> like, a
0: tough one. Bring it on now. I'd want to have a few drinks before we did that. Oh, mm. Yeah. Or some cannabis, but No, yeah, you know. Yeah. Here's the, Like I say, if he had just packed them back up in his truck, he'd probably still be doing it. By the way, police have fully investigated this and didn't lay a charge. Were
1: people paying for this? Yes. Yes. Like
0: hundreds this is of a special dollars? special treatment. I don't know how much. But Have you
1: ever had any weird special treatments? No. Like, you know, the, the, the fish pedicures when you put your feet in the, oh, in the water I've and all the little, those. the little fishies nibble at the dead skin on your feet or I don't know. There's other weird ones that are supposed to suck out all the metallics and the metals and well, toxins out of your body. I and did it. do
0: a, a mask once. I'm not sure what they're called. Uh, there was me and two of the comedians in Windsor, and uh, our hotel overlooked the border crossing. And so we sat up one night watching people get uh, arrested, which is very entertaining as they searched the cars. And then one of them suggested... Um have you guys ever done a what, a face mask? A face mask? Mm. Or, no. So he ran somewhere and shoppers. Yeah, I guess, and bought three of them and then so we sat on the balcony of this hotel with <laughs> face masks on in our house coats provided by the uh, hotel and watched people get arrested. It didn't have any I don't I didn't people swear by whatever they swear by and then you try it, it's like I don't know what that was. You know what I mean? It's like diets well, well, goes, I eat nothing. You but, know what? You know, I think sometimes
1: and... though there are some things that it's it's a cum- cumulative effect, oh, like a one-off on
0: didn't really, on, really do anything. on
1: someone's face. You might need to keep up on some a skincare regimen of some sort. Oh wow.
0: dear me! Okay, well I certainly will. Almost felt like a it's bit of a
1: so your spots don't come back.
0: Yeah, well that's just it. You're right. i again, of course. The 630 CHED Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630
1: CHED.